she's alive. Alive! It's recording. My brain is like jello green yeah well i'm switching meds right now so i'm tapering one and increasing another and i feel insane dude i felt like a fucking like i remember fuck i can't it's the brain's okay, ass you guys. like i can feel them in my hands <laughs> it's really really well, your weird. mind grapes are popping my mind grapes are literally turning into mind raisins <laughs> um you guys welcome welcome to the ghoul gang welcome to the ghoul gang i'm grace i'm having trouble with my medication and i'm ellie and i've been there so So we need to start this off by talking about the killing of a sacred deer oh god and what a waste of time that was okay I don't understand how it has such a high we said score. We, were, we said we were going to talk about it in, yes, our, in the last episode, we did. right? And so we fought, we watched it. We watched it a couple days ago. Oh. And it was, like, super hard to get through. Well, and here's the thing. It got excellent reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Not that Rotten Tomatoes is the end-all be-all. But, uh, but I, I mean, it's the baseline. We all check it. Yeah. Right? And so, like, nobody's like, hey, Ebert, is he the one that died? Shit. No, Ebert's the one that doesn't have a job. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Oh, ooh. So, I mean, he's kicking, but he can't talk. No, I think nobody, <laughs> checks his re- nobody checks his reviews. Okay. The point is, we all Rotten Tomatoes the shit out of movies, and it got good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I had several people suggest it to us. Yeah. And we watched it, and as soon as that girl sings that full Ellie Goulding song <laughs> in just silence, I was like, what the fuck? fuck are we watching it was not horror it well it wasn't horror it no. wasn't it was i mean i wouldn't consider that horror no that's like when we went to see it comes at night right 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 it, it's yes. just like super quiet and eerie but like boring would you <laughs> consider like it to be in like the same category as like the witch I never got through it because I was so fucking bored. I didn't get through it either. <laughs> Let's be real. And to be fair, I didn't really get through the killing of the sacred deer. She fell asleep. No. I, I started cooking dinner. Oh, that's right. Don't you make me seem like out. a goddamn narcoleptic. I made dinner because I'm an adult. The girl falls asleep a lot. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, can we, I also say, since Ellie won't let me take an Instagram story right now, that I showed up and we both have braided pigtails. <laughs> Like, it's very odd. It's right. really odd because neither of us said Ever anything. do this. So, Killing of the Sacred Deer, I'm sorry if you liked it, but in my humble opinion, which, what does that mean? It fucking blew ass. Well, we, like, we need something to hold our attention. Because we have the attention span of... A flea? Yes. Yeah. And so, I need someone to get their head chopped off within or, the first 10 right. minutes. Or, like, I, to- I totally agree, and... Even if there isn't gore, there's a way to keep our attention. Right. And and there's a way to do slow-moving movies or, like, you know, I get wanting to do something very strange or bizarre or try a new thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, this movie, okay, so it was slow and I got the concept. Like, I understood where they were trying to go with the kid. Yeah. Um. Spoiler alerts. P.S. 
Um, like I understood where they were trying to go with the kid who was like seeking revenge. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got the vibe they were trying to but go for. They never explained how. No, it, it was, was happening. Like, it was like you had to kind of like the buy-in wasn't there. Yeah. And you had to just kind of accept that this movie was a fantasy movie. Right. But it wasn't like done like there wasn't enough fantasy to make it. And it was make sense. Does and that, it was kind right? of a, had like a touch of dark humor in it when they were like mm-hmm. deciding which one of the kids to kill. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I also like the way um, that everybody interacted. Yeah. Like I got that, but I thought that that fell short. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I Colin Farrell was weird to me in that. I've, I yes. don't know. Right. And here is another thing. Speaking of really weird fucking movies, last night... I saw the best movie ever. It's not horror. It's complete fantasy. But I saw The Shape of Water. Was it so good? Oh, my God. It was the weirdest movie I have ever seen in my life. But it was so good. It's Guillermo del Toro. Yes. He's my favorite horror director. Yeah, and you love Pan's you love. Pan's I love Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. And I love The Orphanage. You need to see this movie, Grace. Oh, my God. <laughs> I The whole time I was watching it and I was like, this is out of control. And I love every second of it. And at the end, I just lost my mind and sobbed and just left the theater being like, I want to watch it again. I would say I love a good crier. And it was but it was it was the happiest of cries. Yes. I need one of those. I need some catharsis in my life. You need to go see it so we can talk about it because I don't give a shit that it's not horror. Mm -hmm. One of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I wanted to see it. And it got it's sci-fi. It got Golden Globe noms. Did it? it pro- I promise. Did it? The girl the girl got best actress in, in a drama. She was nominated, but didn't win. She's fantastic. She was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I'm upset. I love Michael Shannon. Yeah. I and know. I was just like. I know you do. Who, by the way, lives in Chicago, has a theater here, and is out in a boot. Uh, I just love that video from him a few years back reading that sorority girl's angry email oh my god (laughs) it's like betas do not and i like seriously had never laughed so hard in my life i don't know why i keep shuffling these papers i like do not know what to do with my hands well stop shuffling them take a deep breath that's what i told my student today who had an absolute nutter meltdown i was like can you take a breath can you tell another word no i was like okay okay never mind i did i literally almost dumped myself like i was teaching my like my first small group of the day and i had just drank a cup of coffee and i was like okay i know i'm gonna have to take a dump after i drink this coffee do i drink most of it now i i was trying to like fraction it out where i was like do i drink like a little bit now and then teach my small group and then drink the rest like between the other scheduling shits around coffee yes 100 percent. and i instead chugged all of it (laughs) and then (laughs) because that was the wisest choice because the wisest choice because my body was like i'm about to give out on you so i chugged all of the coffee and Halfway through teaching my small kindergarten group, I literally got up and was like, you guys color this sheet. I got up. I was, it was a sheet that didn't need to be colored. And I like put crayons in front of them. It was like, there's three kids and they just kind of like look at me and I'm like, uh, and I walk over and I'm like, Regal, my like co-teacher who's on the other side of the room. I was like, 
I'm going to put these kids at your table. Because I'm about to shit myself. And I literally looked at her and just gave her this look. And she was, and she gave me a look and I ran out of the room. <laughs> and then like on our prep, she was like, you almost shit yourself, didn't you? And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> the perils I'm of like, being a teacher. It like. I like and I, there's kids in our school so small that there's like kids in the hallway like in small groups so yeah. the kids just see me sprinting down the hallway and they see me run into the only teacher bathroom and I come out and one of this this kid I can't I won't say his name but he just high fives me and I'm like <laughs> I just got high fived by a middle schooler for taking a shit that's a highlight uh, no it was a good day yeah great that was a little side side note a, a shit sidebar a shit sidebar um, a shit bar if so, you will my lead-in question. Yeah, here we go. Now that we're, now that we talked about nine hundred million different things already. Oh, here we are. Um, if since we're doing a location-based episode, mm-hmm. if you could visit one haunted location in the world, mm-hmm. where would you go? Um. Well, one of my bucket lists was what we're doing today, so I'll mm-hmm. leave that off. Um. Which I, I've never been. I, actually, I have been, but I was very little. We're doing Savannah today. Savannah, yes. Georgia. My other, I would I would like to go to Salem, Massachusetts in general. Oh, yeah. Because it's and, so, like, historic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. kind of do, like, a haunted tour of Massachusetts. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know Boston has, like, a lot. Totally. Of haunted stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd say Massachusetts is probably up there. Just the whole me. state. The whole state. I do a haunted tour, but I obviously spend spend most of my time in Salem. Yeah. I would like to be proposed to in Salem. So every, anybody listening? Um, <laughs> you know who you are. That's what I'd like. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think I would pick the Winchester Mystery Mansion. For sure. In California. Where is it in California? I don't know. It's the uh, San Fernando Valley, I think. I'm San Bernardino. What's San that? Bernardino. Did is I? It? Ma- <laughs> I don't know. Um, Fact check. The Spanish Ramada. <laughs> oh, God. The Spanish Ramada Inn. <laughs> Do you remember those books in junior high of, like, weird phenomenon and, like, I don't. I don't know if you had them. Ooh. I remember there was one on spontaneous human combustion. Have like no, I'm gonna. <laughs> you're giving me a face. I'm gonna fucking stop you there. <laughs> Have I never told you that I had a like this is not a joke like a serious irrational fear of spontaneously combusting for like two years when I was like nine. It's because that book was probably in your class. I guarantee it was. Yeah. <laughs> I and they was, showed pictures in it. Was there a guy in yes, a fucking with, chair? With his shoes. With just his shoes. Definitely. Yep. Hundred ten percent had it. <laughs> I. <laughs> we need to find that book. Oh my god! Why would they put that in classroom? I just fucking fixated on it, and I was like, like "I'm about to explode." I'm gonna at explode. any moment. At any minute. At any given fucking minute. And I just would picture, picture it. And they like, I saw something. I think I saw something on TV too of like an old man sitting in an armchair that just like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, but there was a book on that. Um, the Winchester Mystery Mansion oh, okay. and how she kept building until the day she died. And now there's going to be a movie on it. Yeah. With Helen Mirren. <sighs> or is it Helen Mirren uh-huh. or Dave? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I always Judy get her Dench. and Judy Dench. Um, Dame Judy Dench. Dame. No, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Um, so I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so, God, there's so many good movies coming out this year. I know. And they just keep coming. Like, I, I subscribe to a horror trailer channel on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And there's new ones every day. Yeah. I'm jacked. I'm jacked. Because especially us, because we love B to D horror. Dude. <laughs> Live for it. Uh, we watched Happy Death Day after uh, the killing of a sacred deer because we're like, fuck this. We need a palate cleanser. <laughs> we, need, we need a palate cleanser. We need some unnecessary gore and boobs. And I, I just want you guys to know that I did see it in the theater twice. <laughs> and then I saw it here. Yeah. And it, it held up. It, I liked it. It was I, fun. Oh, it was terrible and I loved it. Yeah. It I see. We appreciate terrible horror movies mm-hmm. more so than those artsy, fartsy we're trying to get into your head horror movies. If they're done well, then yes, I like them. Absolutely. But and there there have been some excellent ones, but um okay. we are in a weird place tonight. I think it's the braids. It's the braids. It's for <laughs> sure that they've gotten to our brains. The braids. Um okay. Um should we So what the fuck are we doing today? We're talking about Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. My second city mm-hmm. to the second city. Half of my, well, not half, a quarter of my family is there. Mm-hmm. My father's mother's side is from Wilmington Island. Okay. Um, and Savannah and surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. So I've been going there my whole life. I'm being very, very selfish this episode because... <laughs> Um, but I love Savannah. We used to go every year for the St. Patrick's Day parade, like when I was little. Mm-hmm. I really want to go as an adult. I remember we we went when I was very young. I would say maybe like second or third grade or something. So my right. mom was interviewing down there for a job. Oh my god! So we went. We just stayed in like a little cheap hotel, and it was just for like a couple days. Uh-huh. So I don't really remember much. I remember mm-hmm. like the literally my only memory of being there is ordering pizza in the hotel. I don't oh. have any memory of like Savannah. But I, I okay so. During the Civil War, they were burning cities in the South. Mm-hmm. And this one uh, corporal or captain or whatever decided not to burn Savannah because it was so beautiful. Oh, wow. So that's why they have so many historic sites and buildings oh, okay. that are like pre-Civil War. Cool. Um, that's why it's haunted as shit. That's why it's one of, if not the most haunted city in the United States slash the world. Yeah. And every time I go there, I have an experience without fail. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so. Isn't there a really famous haunted bar there? Uh, Moon River. Moon River. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's my friend my, Taylor worked there. That's definitely on my haunt bucket list. Yeah. Th- I think that's in some of my research. Um, if you want to read that story. Cool. Um, my friend Taylor was I think she was like the manager there and she said shit happened all the time. Yeah. Um <coughs> it's just a beautiful city and it like it has this energy where it's like palpable. You mm-hmm. can like feel the history. You it's it's um it's in the square system, so there's all these beautiful squares mm-hmm. and there it's just lush and it's humid and there's like Spanish moss mm-hmm. hanging from the trees. Amazing photos. Yeah, and crazy beautiful cemeteries. Bonaventure Cemetery. Yeah. Um, that's where Bird Girl is. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. From Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Uh, Mercer House, shout outs. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Savannah is very near and dear to my heart, so I'm making Ellie do an episode about it with it's me. It's fine. I'm getting an Aliens episode out. <laughs> sure. We'll do Aliens next week. Um, and I have a bunch of friends who went to the Savannah College of Art and Design. Scared. Scared, as as they call it. Um, so I visited a bunch in college, like, without my family. So I've been going there quite a bit and grace owns savannah i actually own she's the mayor no but i could never fucking live there well i meant to say since a bunch of my friends went to scad we got a bunch of listener stories so we decided to combine them all into an episode about savannah and then we also got um we got like a good amount of listener stories that aren't about savannah Mm -hmm. so we'll do that um so if you submitted a story that didn't happen to be about savannah we'll do that in our next listener stories yeah sorry gave us some really good stories but we're totally still gonna read them yeah yeah 100 percent um so how about we let's read (laughs) i'm getting that okay so let's read about why um savannah is so haunted okay cool so um where did we get this from? Uh, Savannah.com. Sa- Easy enough. Savannah.com. <laughs> Where did we... Uh, oh, oh, it's their actual... It's the city's website. Yeah. Savannah.com. There's literally a ghost industry there. Like, there I'm are sure. so many haunted tours. I was going to say, I bet you they just it rake is. it in. And why not? I mean... I know. Um, so, to figure out why Savannah is so haunted, um, we got to go into their history. Um, here we go. Here are some of the most chilling reasons why Savannah's supernatural side makes it one of the most haunted cities in the United States. Here we go. So, one of the reasons is their bloody battles, which is actually something that I did know about. Mm -hmm. But, um, they, like Grace was saying, there was, um... A lot to do with the Civil War going on in Savannah. And there was, uh, it said to, uh, 240 people were killed in Savannah mm-hmm. and 600 were wounded there. Um, so a lot of people think that it's very haunted by the soldiers who died in Savannah. Yeah. Fun fact about that. Um, the Confederacy told the Northerners to stuff... Um, their blankets with the Spanish moss uh-huh. as like mattresses. Yeah. And they all got chigger bites <gasps> because those Spanish moss is yeah. like infested with bugs. Did they do that on purpose? Yeah, of course they did. Oh, those bastards. And it's girls. like They're really uncomfortable. Yeah. Have you ever had a chigger bite? They're so bad. I don't know if I've ever had a chigger those bite. Those teeny tiny red guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have. I've been. That's not Savannah swarming with bugs their baseball team is called the sand gnats there's literally just clouds of gnats i won't i won't go (laughs) (laughs) no we go we go in the winter that's why like in the summer i do not do well first of all with anything above 60 degrees no which is why i live weather people yeah we are cold weather people yes and no hard pass Mm mm-hmm that's why I went in November and I it was perfect. I am not getting Zika. Oh, yeah. I bet. I, bet I don't want my head to shrink. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Microcephaly is no joke. <laughs> I'm just picturing my head like that guy. Like you get it. Oh god. Oh the head shrunk. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh my god. Okay. I I digress. <laughs> so. <laughs> Savannah, lots of bugs, very humid, probably riddled with Zika. <laughs> now you're just spreading falsehoods. Zika is started in Savannah. Fact. Okay. Okay. Move along. All right. This is a ghost podcast. This is a ghost podcast, not a bug podcast. All right. Bugs. Note to self. <laughs> My podcast. You know what I think we should cover next is spiders. <laughs> Can we do all spiders over here? Ooh, and creepy crawlies. <laughs> creepy crawlies episode. Okay, I, oh, you guys, it's a weird night. <sighs> All right, another reason Savannah is so haunted is because of deadly diseases. So, soldier, Zika, bitch, I told you. They say Zika? Yes, it's the first, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, Zika wasn't around back then. No, 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 it was not. Um, soldiers aren't the only restless spirits in Savannah. Many believe, oh, ooh. Many believe that the victims of the 1820 yellow fever epidemic are, ooh, are haunting Savannah. So in 1820, yellow fever decimated a tenth of Savannah's population. Fuck. And nine more epidemics followed. So one in eight. Vaccinate, y'all. Dude. (laughs) Get your flu shot. Vax your kids. Um, what, what, there was one in 1876 that killed 1,066 Savannahians. Damn. Yeah. Um, Savannahians? Yeah. Is that what they're calling them? Savannahians. Savannans? No. Savannahians. Yeah. Okay. Um, it says, when harrowing happenings such as these befall a community, it is said that those that lose their lives feel like they can't move on because of the agony they endured. Ooh, so, damn. Yeah. So lots of epidemics happen in Savannah. That's insane. Like a suffering. tenth of the population gets wiped out by yellow fever. Can you imagine that happening in Chicago? No. I mean, thankfully, I mean, we have obviously modern medicine, modern medicine but geez, that's insane. Um, all right. Another thing that happened, geez, Savannah, you've had it rough. There was yeah, an, outbreak of, an outbreak in, of disease in 1820 was accompanied by additional devastation on the morning of January 11th. You're having a bad year. A rapidly spreading fire broke out in a stable, destroying 500 buildings before <gasps> it died out. That's like the Chicago fire. Yeah, dude. But this wasn't the first catastrophic fire Savannah endured. In 1796, a deadly fire ravaged the city, destroying 229 houses and 146 outbuildings. The untimely deaths resulting from these fires is said to have perplexed the deceased, thus linking them to the place of their passing. So these like untimely deaths mm-hmm. are the reason that the spirits are still haunting. Right. Yeah. Like, and just in mass. It, like right. so and many. Yes. Like mass amounts of people dying at the same time. Yeah. For sure. And like dying without like a, dying in a fire unexpectedly or like a disease wiping it out. You're dying without any warning. Um. All right. Another reason that it might be so haunted is it says there's um been a bunch of mysterious murders that have happened there. Yes. Um. Anyone who's read Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil mm-hmm. will know. 
Oh, this actually brings it up. Mm-hmm. So um, if you participate in one of the 40 plus ghost tours. 40. In Savannah. Whoa. That's amazing. One or more murderous tales will be told. For instance, the crime made popular by midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Mm-hmm. In the Mercer um, House. Mm-hmm. At the Mercer House on Monterey Square. Which is what you. Like I said. Like you said. Or the controversial 1959 murder of the three ooh, of three sisters at 432 Abercorn Street in Calhoun Square. Um, more than a few Savannah mansions pass are anything but pretty, and the city's dark secrets are often inside these historic buildings. A majority of the cities in the South back in this kind of this time that they were talking about, like in the 17 and 1800s, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's their past yeah it's no. bloody and disgusting and definitely that's the last um reason why savannah is so haunted is um the like, slavery so it says from the settling of savannah in 1733 until the start of the civil war george it's called it's also called george's first city yeah it's like the nickname um it said it was heavily dependent on slave labor so the bustling port city of savannah played an integral role in the Atlantic slave trade. I know. And stories suggest those once enslaved still seek vengeance against their captors. Man, I don't blame them. Dude, one of the most infamous stories recounts the sinking of the French ship. I am going to fuck this up, but I think it's just pronounced greatly. Greatly. Don't fucking whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> which arrived in Savannah in 1854 to pick up 71 escaped slaves. The ship sank while exiting the Savannah <gasps> no, Harbor. Mm-hmm. and they were trying to escape? Yep. And it sunk? Yep. And 70 sailors still say they feel a force. Mm-mm. And 70 sailors. No, and sailors still say they feel a force pulling them off course and hearing voices speaking in French and Bantu. So sailors that still, that like come out of that um, harbor mm-hmm. say that they, it's just, they feel it. Whoa. Yeah. That's so fucked. those are the main reasons why Savannah is most li- like most likely one of the most haunted cities in the world. Yeah. And those are some fucking solid reasons why your city is a bustling with ghosts. Yeah. No, seriously. Hey, Grace. Yeah. Can I tell you about a really fucking cool podcast that I just found out about? Yes, please do. Okay. It's this amazing podcast called Murder Dictionary. Hell yeah. Have you heard of it? Yes. And I actually just listened to one of their series today. Yeah. About twins because I'm a twin. They have three episodes about murderous twins. Uh, did I not just say I wanted to do an episode on Foley Adieu? Foley Adieu. Foley Adieu. Okay. Yes. Fucking dope. So check these ladies out. They're dope as hell. They're dope as hell. And let's hear their promo. Heck yeah. All right. This is Brianna and Kelly from Murder Dictionary Podcast. We go from A to Z, exploring different topics or motives each week. We've covered axe murder, killer kids, necrophilia, and occult murders. Murder Dictionary gives tons of facts and details, balanced out with humor. If you want a true crime and chill, or test your trivia knowledge with our serial killer games, or if you like lesser-known cases you may not have heard before, check out Murder Dictionary Podcast. So... Um, the first listener story I have is told more secondhand because I more just sat down with my friend Katie mm-hmm. and she told me her stories and I kind of took notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes from my friend Katie Getz, who oh. I visited 
probably every year she was in school there she mm-hmm. went to SCAD um so I visited her in like a bunch of different apartments mm-hmm. so the first one was called the mansion and mm-hmm. I need to show you a picture I'll show you a picture of it mm-hmm. um it's this huge building with four pillars mm-hmm. um and it's divided into apartment units, but only on one side because the other half, there was a major fire. Oh, shit. In like the 70s. That seems to be a pattern. I know. That's what I was saying. Um, and they don't know much about the fire, but a lot of the family's belongings is were still in the attic. Ew. Yeah. Well... They don't know if it was racially motivated. It was a black family that Holy lived. shit. And it was in the 70s. Um, she's unsure if there were any deaths from mm-hmm. the fire, but, I mean, who knows. But the weird thing is, is they never renovated it. So they renovated one half of the building, and there's two apartment units, but the whole second half is still charred and burned. You know Why? Why? Because I bet you people went in to renovate and those motherfuckers caspered the shit out of them and chased them out. <laughs> like ghosted them? Yes. Literally? Literally ghosted them and was like, and chased them out. of. I guarantee they didn't want to build over there for some sort of, well, like, just ghost, wait. a ghost Just reason. wait. Just wait. I'm waiting. Okay, so Katie's <clears throat> apartment um, was on the second floor and there were two floors and then the attic. Mm-hmm. Um. And she lived there with her friends Taylor and Mel, super cool. Mm-hmm. And like, um, my boyfriend at the time and I drove up there to spend. We spent like a week there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I shit you not, literally every single night, you would hear footsteps going up and down the hallway from the attic. No one's up there. I I'm sure. And you could tell the difference between because John was a skeptic and he was like. My boyfriend at the time, he was like, oh, it's a raccoon. It's squirrels. But you could distinctly hear high heels. You could hear. Raccoons don't wear shoes. You could hear like pitter pat like children. Yes. And every morning it was so funny. Katie would come in and be like, yeah, the ghosts were super active last night. Right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And, And we were like, holy shit. Do you like and how you're telling me this story? And I'm like, yeah, of fucking course they were. But if you told someone else, they'd be like, no. Yeah. Way. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, 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 they're active. And one thing Christ. that I didn't personally experience, but was very um, poltergeist-esque, was... Energy goblins. Energy goblins. Right, right, right. We need a t-shirt. <laughs> um, Katie literally left the kitchen for a second mm-hmm. and came back and all the cabinets and drawers were open. That's my favorite. I know. Like six cents. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, Haley Joel. Um so uh Seriously though? Yeah, seriously. Damn. And I believe her because she's like Yeah, I mean why the fuck would she make that up? And just because we were there and like experienced it. Yeah. I feel like my words. Anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then the weird 
story of what's happening next door. They're not sure or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's also located on one of the oldest streets in Savannah, which mm-hmm. is East 31st Street. It's cobblestone. Oh. Like, it was awesome. Like, yeah. super cool, but really you just obviously haunted. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another thing she wanted to talk about was our their local watering hole the bar they went to all the time mm-hmm. was called abe's on lincoln okay uh and it's right by the savannah river and it's pre-civil war oh christ pre-civil war and katie um was talking to a woman at the bar mm-hmm. who was a tourist and she had returned to savannah because a ghost followed her and haunted her after she left abe's what like yeah like she felt it yeah followed her home to out of state wherever she was from holy shit so she literally traveled back to savannah just to go to abe's and be like leave me be and do like a sage smudge stick or whatever holy shit yeah oh my can you imagine going to a bar and just seeing a woman be (laughs) no but at abe's that wouldn't be weird because i guess that's true um and a fun fact I think I, we went there and it was probably sophomore year in college. So we were what? 20. Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely weren't allowed to be drinking there. Um, But I, there was this awesome bartender and I was obviously, I always am the first to pass out. I am the biggest sleeper. You go to sleep early. And he let me sleep in the back room and I look back on it and I'm like, that is a very haunted building, and I slept on a vinyl couch alone oh, in a God. banquet room. Well, like, it's kind of like <laughs> it's that thing of like we've, what you don't know, you know? Yeah, what I mean? no. Like, and at the time, I mean, well, obviously, I am very interested in the paranormal, so I was kind of just like, yeah, yeah, it I'll was nap, awesome. I'll nap back there. I'll nap back there, and I was sure. just really tired. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Okay, so that was our first listener story. Let's hear one of the famous ghost stories from okay. Savannah. Cool. Pick a, pick a so favorite So I am, I was like, I'm like pretty excited about this title, but then like upon reading it a second time, it's a, so the title of the story is The Child Murderer Who Played in Savannah's Underground Tunnels. And I was like, Whoa. fuck yeah, kid murderer. Boom. And then I was like, wait. Is it a murderer who killed children? Yeah. Because when I first heard it. When you I, thought it was a child was like, who was a murderer? Ah! So I was like. Like Damien? Yeah, I was thinking like Mary Bell shit, you know? No, no, no. But I think it might be somebody who murdered Yeah, it's kids. someone who kills kids. Um, so not as exciting. Okay. Much darker. Um, here we go. <clears throat> there has never been an urban legend fought over as vehemently as that of Reen Randolier mm-hmm. or Rondolier. Correct me if I'm wrong, Savannah Ians. According to legend, Rondolier was born with genetic mutations and grew up to be a beast of a man. Clocking in at over seven feet tall, <gasps> Rondolier, yeah, would stalk the streets. Okay, so this is a, a, guy, a big man who killed kids. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I you thought guys. we decided on that. I, well, I was, I had hope. Okay. I have a child murder story, too. It's a Christ on a cross. Okay. Um, <laughs> Rondolier would stalk the streets at night, dig up... Qu- Excuse me? 
I don't like necrophiliacs. So who does? <laughs> I just dig up corpses in the cemetery and snap the necks of small animals. Jeez Louise. After Some odd hobbies. Yikes. After snapping the neck of a young girl in an alley, Jesus Christ, Rondolier killed two more little girls and dragged their bodies into the tunnels underneath Colonial Park Cemetery. He would then use the tunnels to hide or carry out the misdeeds of his depraved mind. A mob eventually found him in a maze of tu- in the maze of tunnels and hung him from a tree in the cemetery. So in Colonial Park Cemetery. <gasps> yeah. After his death, the bodies of a woman and two little girls were found not far from where Rondolier was hung. It was believed that his ghost came back to carry on his legacy of blood. Um, over the years, some have claimed to see the monstrous figure of a man loping through the cemetery at night. Cries of a little girl can be heard and a body can be seen hanging by its neck from a branch of a tree and swaying in the wind. Nope. Nope. When a man who was restoring the old Rondelier house found the grave of Rondelier and opened the coffin, it was completely empty. <gasps> da, da, da. Oh my God. Um, That was an accidental noise from Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> It totally was. You have diphtheria. Okay, sorry. That was the story of Ron Yikes, dude. Yeah. So it is technically an urban legend. Okay. It says there's never been an urban legend fought over more. Okay. So could be partly true. Most urban legends are based based in a shred of truth. You got it. Okay. So this is our most comprehensive listener story we've gotten so far from my friend winston winston a female name female winston female winston and she's gorgeous and beautiful and i love her um she's got a dog named cooper she sure does (laughs) so she's got hers broken down into location okay so she says, hey, Grace and Ellie, I'm absolutely loving the podcast. Oh, thank you. I have finally compiled most of my experiences together. Let's jump right in. Cool. And Savannah goes story. She still lives there. Oh, so that's So she awesome. went to school there and she still lives there. Cool. So she wasn't chased out by a ghost. No. Not yet. Not yet. Um, I feel like if you live in Savannah, you kind of have to just deal with it. And be ghost slutty. Um, ghost slutty for life. That's another t-shirt. We just... I. Add it to my memo. Hey, you guys, we want to make merch. Would you buy it? Would you buy it? I know I've been posting some of my homemade merch on our Instagram. We'd make it. We make it ourselves, but we'd be happy to like have some made if you guys are interested. Um, we're big fans of crew necks and hoodies. Yes, absolutely. Um, so let, so us, let know. us know. Back to the story. So the her f- first one is the O House dorms at SCAD. Oglethorpe House, most commonly known by students as O House, is a dormitory at SCAD that was originally a motel back oh, in the day. Shit. Oh, shit. I remember this. Um, it was a bit seedy, so it's said to be haunted by sex workers and the sad souls of yesteryear. Oh, Winston. Aww. However, the most popular ghost is known as Puddles. <gasps> Puddles is said to be a young boy, apparently the son of a sex worker. They call him Puddles because he is known to appear in the bathroom in the dorms and leave wet footprints, Puddles, on the Mm. ground. I guess Prince would have been confusing with the singer. 
LOL. Ahem. Sorry, bad joke. <laughs> Prince! Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, I was lucky enough to be placed in O House my Purple sophomore year at SCAD. Purple. Purple puddles. <laughs> um, I lived with my friend Nicole and we lived on the fourth floor. We experienced a few weird things like the faucet handle jiggling randomly throughout the day or the sound of footsteps during the evening. We decided to name our invisible roommate Sam. We figured that would work for either a girl or boy. We would enter the room greeting Sam and we would leave beating Sam. Sam. <laughs> See, this is what I mean about people in Savannah. Just they're like, just with it. They embrace it. Yeah, Fuck I love yeah. it. Maybe Savannah's our place, except for the Zika. Um, one day when I, <laughs> I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that. Okay. One day when I was in the room by myself, I turned on Taylor Swift's "Love Story." As you do. Parentheses, sorry, y'all, and decided to sing along. The next day, I was in the room with Nicole. I was watching TV, and she was working on a homework assignment. The stereo that we used was unplugged and had run out of batteries. Hmm. All of a sudden, the same Taylor Swift song started playing out of the stereo. What the fuck? (laughs) Nicole and I looked at each other and immediately left the room to smoke a cigarette. Oh, my God. (laughs) Absolutely. I would, too. There's also um, said to be another well-known female ghost that likes to make an appearance in room 634. Mm. I had a friend who lived in that room, and I remember feeling weird one evening when we decided to watch the latest episode of True Blood in there. That's what I'm watching right now. You're really crushing it, I am. I'm on season five now. I know you are. Um, Another friend of mine had a truly terrifying night in that same room a few years prior. She was sitting at her computer working on an assignment when she noticed a girl sitting on her bed. Oof. She was soaking wet and wearing a white dress. My friend tried to ignore her, but apparently the ghost got way too close. So my friend got the fuck out of that room for the night. How would how could you just ignore a ghost in your room? I don't. I, like, that's what I was just thinking. I'm like, how could you? I mean, maybe, I mean, like you said, like people in Savannah might just be much more yeah. accustomed or used to it or really don't, maybe this person had experienced ghosts before and if they, she ignored them, it just kind of right went away or whatnot, but. All right, let's hear another. Um, what, if a ghost was sitting in my bed. Um, I would move out of my apartment. I would move out of the apartment after I started swinging. <laughs> you can't kill, you can't hurt a ghost. You can. Oh, okay. I'll tell you how. Uh, after the podcast secrets secrets okay so there's so many here that are really good but i think this is from ranker these are oh, from ranker ranker yeah it's it's like and their titles are like i know to see seahorse sea captain seahorse sea captain <laughs> sorry not my not my chair not my prom <laughs> fucking dresses stupid dress stupid dress mr balloon hands so my last um, Savannah ghost story is the apparition who tries to steal babies from their mother's arms. No. So, uh, fair warning, this is kind of sad. <laughs> uh, Just a little bit. It's a little sad. It's a lot sad. So, uh, I'll try to make it as uh, lighthearted as I can, but it is very, very, very sad. So, here we go. Prefacing it with an amazing time 
<laughs> All right. The first murder apparently ever to take place in Savannah was that of William Wise in 1734 because everything happens in the 1730s yes, in Savannah. Yes. Yeah. Um, his body was frowned, was frowned, frowned his, upon. It was frowned upon. He was frowned upon. Um, his body was found strewn across his bed, strangled with the handkerchief and his head completely submerged in a pail of water. So what I've gathered is that he is doing what we all do as a kid, which is like lay off the side of our bed and like let right. the blood rush to our head. And yeah. Then yeah. Get up and totally. be like, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I think it was one of those. I think it was one of those situations. Yeah. I think it was a kid trying to uh, pass out situation. Yeah. Um, where his head was like off the side of the bed and is completely submerged in a pail because otherwise, it would spill. It would have spilled on the bed. It would have spilled. Yes. Um. <laughs> His two Irish servants, Alice Riley and Richard White, were convicted of the crime and sentenced to hang in Wright Square. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. So as beautiful as those squares are, people got executed in them. Public executions were a real big thing. Um, I feel like they still kind of are people I mean, watch right people, there's people a injections? gallery yeah yeah, yeah. you're so, like if you're a part of the victim's family oh my god my ear just started ringing what is it because we're talking too much about ghosts probably probably um yeah no and i was you and i were talking about this i mean torture and public execution were just like a fucking widely accepted thing which i still wish support and think we should do (laughs) for child molesters and rapists i'm into it i think or i think into the public execution of them not into their actions right i think they should have to get a big tattoo on their forehead that says child rapist um no i agree um so local lore has although um local lore has painted riley and white as anti-heroes it's a solid beer um, I love Antihero. Shouts to Chicago's Revolution Brewery. If you haven't tried it, do it. You can order it online, I think. Probably. Yeah. Um, claiming that they were a love-struck couple simply trying to escape the torture of a cruel master. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the situation with the same thing with like the... God, what are those French sisters called? Oh, I can't remember. My favorite, Feli Eddie. Yeah, the my favorite murdered in a great yes, episode the, on them. Um, the Papan sisters. Yeah, the Papan sisters. <laughs> um, it's like the same situation. They but they fucking spooned somebody's eyeball out, right? Uh, they gouged her eyeballs oh, out. Oh Christ! Yeah, and then they were found naked in bed together. Pro- yeah, like making out. But the point <laughs> is, it's the same situation where like they were they murdered them, but then they were trying to investigate later. Like, but was there? Uh, foul play was there foul play or like Abuse. was was their master like abusing them but in, like mommy dead and dearest uh in in these times it didn't matter it didn't matter no you could do whatever you wanted to your totally because slaves were your property right absolutely so it didn't matter but mm-hmm. i think local people were trying to paint you know whatever yeah. whatever whatever um while uh White met his fate at the gallows first, but when it came time to hang Riley, which was the woman, um, it was discovered that she was with child. Oh, no. Brutal. The magistrate um, stayed Riley's execution until she gave birth in prison to her son, James. Within minutes, the infant was ripped from his mother's arms and Riley was sent to swing from the end of a noose. Ugh. That's God. Horrific. (gasps) Horrific. Within Um, minutes? Within minutes. 
Holy um, shit. Alice swore her innocence up until the bitter end and was supposedly left to hang there for three days. Yeah, that's a uh, handmaid's tale. If you need a, a Hulu login, they okay. do that. But that's uh, supposed to be like nowadays. It's oh, like, right, right. It's like, isn't is it like post-apocalyptic situation? Of, it would be like 10 years from now. Okay. Um, so she was left to hang there for three days, I'm sure, to set an example or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, her son then died two weeks later, Ugh. and the two were buried off a plot of land oh my God. in Wright Square. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, why did her son die? But there's no fucking formula right, for right. babies back then. So his only food And was- I'm sure people weren't really looking after no. the son of a murderer. Right. Or quote-unquote. Quote, yeah, for sure. That's so sad. I know. It's so sad. So here's um, the ghost part. Alice Riley has been seen walking through Wright Square crying out for her son, with some people claiming that a woman in old-fashioned garb had asked them to help find her missing child and then vanished before their eyes. Oh, Police often receive calls from unaware tourists, oh, God, about a woman in the square sobbing and calling out for her lost baby. Aww. I know. This is sad. A widely held belief is that if you bring an infant into Wright Square, Riley will try to take the baby from you, thinking it to be the child once ripped away from her. That's so sad. That's so devastating, but also like, bitch, stay away from my baby. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, luckily, Harper's a toddler now and nobody wants her. Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> I'm a, kidding, I'm kidding. She, no, she's, she's in so... that fa- No, she's in the phase where like nobody wants them. Yeah, because she just screams. Right. Like, if she's happy or sad, she just screams. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. She's just screaming. And she's happy and sad within the same second. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. she has so many emotions, and she has no idea how to express them. Yes. It's adorable, but also maddening. Hella fucked up. <laughs> well, right. that's messed up. So we're going to go back to Winston because she sent us a novel um, in a good way. Which is amazing. Yeah. Well, she's lived in Savannah now probably about 10 years. That's so incredible. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, it's amazing. She and she's vegan. Ooh, ooh, yeah, like Ellie. Okay, so um, there's one that's sensitive. Oh, my unicorn tape dispenser shipped from Amazon. Nice. Yeah. Um. So she has a ghost dream. Like you remember, we were talking about ghost dreams mm-hmm. of loved ones. Yeah. Okay, so I had a co- a close friend. Let's call him S, who was murdered my junior year of college. Oh God. Yeah, I remember this. Um, S was shot during an armed robbery. My friends and I went to his hometown for the funeral. It was tragic, and it really hit me hard. Oh God. I'm so sorry, Winston. Um, a week or so later, I had the most incredible dream. I was throwing a house party and all of my friends were there. Everyone was laughing and having a great time. And that's when I saw S. I was so happy to see him and so was everyone else. After a few moments, I said to him, do you know what happened? He looked at me and away into the crowd of our friends. Oh, no. He looked at me and said, yes. He told me he was dead and he wanted to say goodbye just one last time. After that, S walked away into the crowd of our friends. That's when I woke up in tears. I kept a journal by my bed at the time and was able to write it all down so I wouldn't forget it in the yeah. morning. Oh. No, like I firmly believe in that 
time between death and passing over, if you will, where people can communicate. Completely agreed. And I have that story about my nanny, and I have mm-hmm. had uh, one of my best friends passed away um, when I was in college, and mm-hmm. the same kind of dream happened. Yeah. I completely, completely believe that that happens yeah i mean i've heard i've heard stories from a lot of people that i know that they've talked to loved ones right after they died whether or not it's in our head or not i don't know but i i do believe that there's some sort of you know time we could communicate with them right right um so our final story from winston she sent a couple more but we'll read them on our next um listener stories episode uh is called the pink house and she said now grace i know this story will be interesting to you because you actually visited and stayed at this house which was probably one of my favorite houses i ever lived in Mm. it's true it was so cute it was like pink it looked like a little gingerbread house it was Mm. pink and like they had a beautiful backyard with like cool lights hanging from it and a bonfire and stuff the places these people live sound so Um, fucking cool there's no like non-historical buildings that's so great i love it every place you lived had character yeah which i love and you, I mean, your place is old. I have to be here alone tonight. Don't talk about how old oh, my sorry. apartment is. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry. Um, so this house was cute, quaint, and next door to a creepy-ass abandoned but not abandoned house. You know what I call the pink house? Your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get people up in that pink house. hey They come to stay, but they never leave. Gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, one night when getting ready for bed, I heard singing coming from my attic. Fuck that. The door of which was conveniently located at the top of my closet. So I'm guessing it was one of those like push up, you know, things Mm -hmm. um, to get into the attic. Um, I immediately dove into bed with my dog Cooper and wrapped myself in blankets, scared as shit. Another night while I was laying in bed, I felt the pressure of someone standing above me. I rolled slightly from side to side on my futon as if someone was shifting their weight back and forth. So it's like someone was standing above her and like rocking. Okay. Oh, fuck. That's horrifying. But, she says, there is one night that sticks out more than the others. The night I drunkenly passed out on my Ouija board. Nope. (laughs) That cannot be good. Nope. Oh, no. It was a few days after my birthday, and my friend bought me a whole handle of whiskey, plus five or six mini bottles of different flavored whiskey. I had a little party at my house, and in between my friends and I, we finished everything, as we do. Yeah. I had a Ouija board that Getz gave me as a present, my friend who lived in that previous apartment that I talked about. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, and so I took it into my room and insisted slash forced everyone to join. I don't really remember too much after that. Blame it on the alcohol. But the next morning I woke up on the floor next to my closet, literally laying on top of my Ouija board. My dad picked me up the next day to take me to St. Simon's Island. And needless to say, I felt like utter shit. 
He had to pull over about seven times during that one and a half hour drive so I could hurl. There is nothing worse than a road trip when you're hungover. hungover. Oh, my God. That makes me nauseous thinking about it. Yes. So I'm so sorry, Winston. But you were probably 20 and deserved it. Yes. Uh, Oh, and that's what she said. She said, I remember my dad saying, well, no point in getting mad at you. It looks like you learned your lesson. I sure did. did. That's what she said. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, it could have just been that I had too much to drink that night and ruined my liver for the rest of my life. But ever since then, I can't drink without getting ill. I think I like to blame it on the fact that I may have pissed off some spirits by sleeping on a Ouija board. You absolutely <laughs> pissed off some spirits because you let the wrong one in. Well, who even knows what you did on that Ouija board while sleeping? Like, you don't know. And your face is so close to it. What if she drooled? You don't, you, you don't know. <laughs> you made some, like, oh. we're doing mustaches with our pigtails. <laughs> okay, so. That was the last of our stories. Um, what are you watching this week besides True Blood? Please, no more True Blood. Listen, I'm on season five. <laughs> um, no, besides True Blood, um, I watched um, Before I Wake. I've been on a movie kick. We both did. I watched yeah. it first and told you to watch it. Yeah. And we, I told you to watch it before I got to the end. And I was like, it got real weird. Yeah, the ending was horrific. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah i've been on kind of a movie kick versus a tv show Mm -hmm. um although i did um i watched the first four episodes of the new season of black mirror thank god um the new season of black mirror um i like it crocodile crocodile fuck Fuck. Fuck. like it was pain it was the it was the episode that's pain painful to watch yes but so good yeah it was good um, just the ending when she's dude, sitting there oh, and the cops show up. My God. She has that face. Spoiler it's so alert. Good. It's <sighs> so good. Um, and then um, I uh, the other movie that I watched this week was uh, 30 Days of Night. Josh Hartnett. Yes, I rewatched it because um, I needed kind of like a good movie, like a movie that I knew was going to be good because I watched The Unborn. Oh, no. Which was recommended to me on Netflix. The worst movie I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Oh, no. If you want to see the worst movie you've ever seen, go ahead and watch The Unborn on Netflix. You get, but, the, you get those recommendations because we've watched Contracted. Yes. Which is what they should play in junior high sex ed classes. They absolutely should, but I also <laughs> loved Contracted. Contracted was great. Ellie and I watched Contracted. We were in an Airbnb in Brooklyn. Yes. And it was snowing, and mm-hmm. we like didn't know what to do. So we were like in someone else's bed, and we watched this movie. Yeah. And we were like, this is disgusting. Let's eat pizza. Let's eat pizza. <laughs> I, if you haven't seen Contracted, fuck you it, have to watch, watch it. it. It's so gross. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But it'll make uh, you not want to have sex. It sure. Oh God, it's it's brutal. Um, but it's a new take on a zombie movie. Uh, this is about this is about yeah, no, no. this is about Contracted. Um, Thirty Days of Night held up fantastic. If you want a classic, solid horror film mm-hmm. um, that's held up. Go Maybe for I'll 30 Days of Night. I um, saw it in theaters, but in junior high or yeah. high school, whenever it came it's out. Great. It's great. And it, the the main vampire in it is the same dude who played the Axeman in American Horror Story. Coven! Yes. Which I loved. Yeah. And he's he's outstanding. So 
that's kind of my recommendation for the week. I didn't really have any new ones. Like I said, Shape of Water was outstanding. Uh-huh. Um, and then the I kind of had I kind of had duds. Yeah. For horror films this week, um, other than Black Mirror, Black Mirror was dope. Black Mirror was great. Uh, I watched. <laughs> I watched um Smilf. Okay. On Showtime. The single mom I'd like to fuck. Oh my god. Um, and who's the she, main? Who's the chick? Her name is Par. I want to say her name's Parker. Or let me look it up real okay. quick. Um, um, her name's Frankie Shaw. Frankie Shaw. So she wrote, directed, and starred in the whole series. That's and she's amazing. Thirty something and a single mom. She's adorable. Yeah. She was in Mr. Robot. Um, she was Shayla in the first season. Okay. Um, and it was so funny. If you just need something lighthearted, talk about a palate cleanser. Okay. Like, sometimes yeah. I need to get out of horror world. Sometimes you need a break. And Which I just need to watch water something comes stupid. In. Yeah. Um, uh, you guys, I just can't recommend it enough. I really need to watch it. I know. I, and it also, we should have a Guillermo del Toro day where we watch Pan's Labyrinth. We watch um, The Orphanage. We watch okay. The Shape of Water. Ugh. And, so good. Um, I also rewatched Big Little Eyes because cool. it Loved won it. it won so many Golden Globes. And I had read the book and, like, I think I watched the series, like, while I was working. I work from home, so I always, like, have something on in the background. Um, but I actually watched it this time, and it is so good. It's so good. It's, it's outstanding. I just love um, Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. She's such like a, a, she's me as a mom. She's sassy and I like it. Yeah. And she's like, not a, to mention, she's a dick. She is a dick. Not to mention how outstanding is the fucking soundtrack. Oh my God, dude. Unreal. I seriously went onto Spotify and added every single song. Uh, high five, bitch. Same. Yes. It's so, that Neil Young song. I can't. Oh, I God. Can't. I can't. It's so good. I know. I literally I know. did that today. I. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. What else? Oh, and I'm very excited because their production company, um, the one with. Reese and Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. just they bought the rights to In a Dark Dark Wood, which is a, a book that I've read, and um, the most beautiful girl in the world, or the I, most perfect girl in the I world. I wanted to read that, which is about like a school shooting. Yeah, um, I wanted to read that, and I'm just so excited to see what they mm-hmm. put out because support women in the arts. Yeah, women directors, producers, and writers. Yes. Hell yeah. Support them. Support women in the arts. Support women of color who make movies, who make art. Speaking of supporting women in the arts, BuzzFeed. <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. BuzzFeed is doing a list of um, up and coming or underrated podcasts. And if you like what we're doing here, please comment on the link in our Instagram profile. Mm-hmm. Ellie also has it on her personal account. Yep. Um, all you have to do is go in and comment on the article mm-hmm. and saying, we like the ghoul gang because. Yep. Um, if you do. Yeah, please do. It'll really help us out. Um, 
We've said it before. We'll say it again. We're complete. We're completely independent podcast. We're trying to do this without the support of a network. Um, and your help really, really helps us out. So doing that would be um, tremendous as well yeah. as hitting us up on iTunes, subscribing, leaving us a five star review. If you want to leave um, a comment review, please do that as well. So we can kind of get some feedback. If you don't like us, uh, don't listen. Uh, <laughs> don't be rude. No, I mean, like, instead of, like, leaving us a shitty review, just stop listening. <laughs> right, right, we right. Love, we love you, though. Um, also, and, go we, ahead. we wanted to give a big shout-out to um, Murder Dictionary, yep. who we're promoting this episode. Um, go give them a listen. Next week, they'll be uh, returning the favor. Yeah, for sure. Could leave them a, a five-star review as well. Um you can always follow us on our Instagram, which is Ghoul Gang Podcast, Twitter, Ghoul Gang Pod 666. Uh, Grace made us a, our uh, podcast a group page. Yeah, so, on Facebook. Yeah. So all you have to do is request to join. Any member can approve you. And I really wanted to turn into like a forum where you guys can post your personal experiences mm-hmm. and talk with other Ghoul Gang members about, you know, spooky shit. And leave um, corrections for us. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we know there are, there have to be uh, a lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that about does it. It does. So creep it real. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining the Ghoul Gang. We love you. And we'll we'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Watch out for those weirdos. <laughs> we are the weirdos, mister. <laughs>